Hello, everyone. Uh, we are in a, a sermon series in Matthew. Uh, oh. <laughs> and um, I'm excited today, so I might be excited through the sermon also. Uh, <laughs> so it might be a little bit, uh, I might lose my track in my notes. I might say things twice, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, and this was my main big point uh, at the end, but I'll give it in the beginning just to, <laughs> just so we, uh, we got it already from the beginning. If we grasp that we are salt and light, it changes everything about our life and how we live it out. That's my point. So we'll get there. But I, I really, I was really getting, well, slightly annoyed throughout the whole time I was doing my sermon because it was not coming together. But then I had a good time uh, today and I was just uh, really feeling like this was going well and I was getting more and more excited about, ge- about sharing this with you. Because I really do believe that if we grasp what Jesus is saying here, that we are salt and light, it will change everything about our life and how we live it. Uh, it's going to be a little bit before we get there, but it's gonna, it, we're, we'll get there eventually. But first you can take your Bibles and go to Matthew uh, 5, uh, and we'll read uh, 3 through 20, uh, and I'll cheat and also read from a few verses from last time. And, and just as we're turning there, I just want us to, uh, it's very important to know uh, that uh, the things we're learning now is building on what was taught last week by Vivistad. Um, and so we are in this section of Matthew called the Sermon on the Mount. And so Jesus is building on what he taught us last week. And so so if we just look over the Beatitudes there, and, and he, he opens up his mouth and says, we need to be poor in spirit. We need to know that we need Jesus. That's the first part. We need to be sorrowing for our sins and therefore we give up our sins and come to him. Um, and, and we'll live a life where we have lots of power in Jesus, but we'll be meek. We'll then start to get a hunger for righteousness, for God's righteousness to be satisfied. We will be mercy because Jesus has shown us mercy. We will be blessed and have pure hearts because of what Jesus has done and we'll see who God is. We will then be able to be peacemakers and be called children of God. Then it turns in 10. But living that life will give us persecution. And Jesus says you'll be blessed when others revile you persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you, falsely accusing you, then rejoice and be glad um, because your reward is great in heaven because so they persecuted the prophets before you. That's actually also where he's going to be. But it's just important to know those things because uh, a lot of times uh, a lot of times in my sermons, I really underscore that I'm not asking you to do more things. I'm not asking you to do work harder. But I'm giving you a chance that Jesus' word by the Holy Spirit will open up to us what true life looks like. And if we really believe what he says, we will step into that life. We will not be afraid 
but because we will see that we will be blessed as we step in to the abundant life that Jesus has for us. Now I'll read for us. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted your prophets before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its tastiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a bucket, a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all the house in the same way. Let your light shine before us so that they may see your good works and give glory to God to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota or not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of these least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. And... uh, or uh, going to be risky now. I'm just going to go off of... Okay. Um, when I heard this growing up, when I heard the... You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. When I when I heard that growing up, um, I didn't really understand what it was. And also... It was also, and I don't know where how you come in today. Hey, I don't know if you're excited about this. I don't know if you're excited about wanting to be salt light. Or you're sitting there and you're like, ah, man. This is one of those sermons where Jesus is going to ask me to do something. And I would rather he leave me alone. Because that's what I felt like when I was a kid and younger. And I think even in, even a young Christian, I was like, no, not one of those sermons where Jesus is going to ask me to change my life and do something. But it will be one of those. But it's just, just to check your heart like, and just ask, like, why do I feel this way? Are you even getting nervous now? You might say, oh, but this is going to be embarrassing. If I live out my life as salt and light, it's going to be embarrassing. Uh, I'm afraid of sharing. Uh, People are not going to listen to me. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. 
So what comes up in you? Are you finding uh, something re inside of you is resisting? And we haven't even started much. We just, we just read the word. We just read the word over you. But can you feel something resisting inside? Because you, do, you know Jesus is what he's going to ask you. He's going to ask you to be salt and light. So do you feel something inside resisting? I don't, I don't want to be this light. I don't want to be a light salt. Or do you feel joy, fear, and excitement? Like, oh, this is, is what my life has all, this is what I've been waiting for. Maybe you're new out there and here and you don't believe in Jesus and a friend just, ca a friend just asked you to come and you came. It's the right time to be here. It's the right time to be here because today you will hear what a Christian life should look like. How we are asked to follow Jesus. That is not just about knowledge, but it's a life lived out of that knowledge and transformation of what Jesus has done. The songs we sing, not just knowledge, but and not and as we see in the fairies, not and and not just doing the right things, because we're going to see later with the Pharisees, outwardly they do all the right things, but no, it has to come from a new heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then, I don't know, maybe I spent too much time, <laughs> but I studied, I studied about salt. So uh, salt, salt, salt is a crystal. And so they are put together that, and it's called sodium chloride. Salt is used for all sorts of things. Uh, and and um, so just some of the things here we have on the board there. It's used to tan things, to dyeing things, to bleaching things, and production of pottery and soap and chlorine and chemical industry, and there's a salt in lots of food. Our bodies are very dependent on different salts and are, uh, are, are di on salt to, to, uh, to keep our um, fluid levels balanced. And if they get all out of whack, we actually get really sick. So too much salt can get us, like, really sick. Um, I've tried it in small amounts, not, like, as bad as these things. But if you do uh, lots of exercises, as I've done sometimes, and you get depleted from salt, you get dizzy, you get nauseous. Uh, so nothing like this, but uh, you can try it sometimes. No, you shouldn't try it, but <laughs> it can happen sometimes but <laughs> that your salt balances can get out, out of whack. Um, uh, unfortunately, it can lead to coma and death and all sorts of things. Um, but, but just to say, salt is used for lots, lots of, lots of, lots of things. It affects our brain, affects all sorts of things. And then uh, one study said, is it a, is it an antidepressant? Because they gave some rats uh, salt and they felt better or something. But <coughs> that's just an overview of how, in our life and throughout history salt has been used and how important it is even for our bodies. In the Old Testament, salt is, uh, is used in purifying things. We see it a few times, uh, especially about the tabernacle, things being purified. We see one time uh, um, uh, uh, some water is purified by salt. And so it's about purification and cleansing. 
and and also one thing from that I use sometimes is I throw salt on the ground to melt ice. You could also see it sometimes around you that some people would they don't want to they don't want to weed whack like they don't want to remove weeds so they just throw a lot of salt and that kills the plants. The Romans were actually known to do that for places they didn't really like. They would get a bunch of salt, it was very expensive, and then it would plow it into the ground and people couldn't till the land for a while. Either. But, but let's try to get to the point. Jesus is asking his disciples and us, what is it that he's asking? He's asking us to be salt of the earth. He's asking us to be a different flavor in this world. Salt is also a flavor, flavor thing. You've eaten food that doesn't taste like anything. You put salt on it and go, it's okay. So we, we're asked by Jesus to be a different flavor in this world. A purifying agent, something that purifies. We are it's also been used as a preserve something that preserves like meat and other things interesting thing is that salt changes things changes what is around it and not the other way around and so we are asked to do those things despite despite of hardships and persecution Jesus is saying to live out that we are in Jesus. Then Jesus says, um, we have to watch out not to lose our saltiness. As I was studying salt, I was like, Jesus, this can't actually happen. Like I was trying to use the, the chemical people. I was like, well, you can't. You can't salt can't really lose its saltiness because then it's not salt anymore then it's changed into something else but we get but we get what he's saying because it's a warning to like if you are salt you're salt and you can't act all these other ways so the warning is to not live like anybody else to not live immoral lives to not be bringing shame upon the name of Jesus and just accepting what everybody else do and just basically be what everybody else is so that we will not be a different flavor, we will not be a preservative, we will not be something that brings about who Jesus is into the world. Again, we do that even though we know we could get persecuted. Because Jesus says that we can. Because one of the things in that maybe when we started and you had this rising up of like, I don't want to hear this. One of them could be like, I can't do this. You're right. You probably you can't do it in your own. But Jesus has promised that he has all authority in heaven and earth. And Jesus in you, the Holy Spirit can help you do these things. We're not asked to be salt on our own. We're asked to stand in who he talked about us being last week, then we can do it by his power. 
and even even the second part of like the salt part being salt changes the taste of something it purifies it preserves but it also can kill so I think we are called in this world to kill what is evil kill what is false teaching in that sense we can also be salt instead of us becoming like the world we're called to be in this world to be something different than what's around us so Jesus is asking us not to be like everybody else we have to be different because if we're not then how can we be salt have we ever been salt or is it just a strong encouragement but Jesus say you have to be, be what you are in Christ you are salt act like it you're here in this world to be different, to share what is true in the light of Jesus Christ. To be an indestructible agent of change, something I came up with, I, may, I think I've heard somewhere else, but be an indestructible agent of change. Even to kill and if expose false teaching, like the salt can kill weeds that grow in between the stones on the sidewalk. Our mission is to point to the one who made all this possible, the purification possible. We are not going to purify people, but we will, we will point to the one that makes it possible. And that anyone that listens would be able to believe in Jesus Christ. Matthew keeps saying that Jesus is the Christ. In the Beatitudes so far, it's a call to be different. To live for God's glory, not my own and not for others' glory. Not for money, or comfort. And this, is, this, goes at the, this goes at the core of comfort stealing. Jesus is asking us to not be comfortable, but actually go and live a life in this life where we're not comfortable in the surroundings, but comfort... But we have comfort in who is in us as we act in this world. Then we know we are safe in him. And that lifestyle will be to the praise of Jesus. And it will bring glory to God. And like I said, it's not in our own strength, but in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Jesus did say that when, when others persecute and revile us, we are blessed. Because when we are here, we live for another kingdom because our reward is in heaven. This is not a home and we're not supposed to fit in. We're supposed to live for that kingdom that's not here. But we live for the king. And we live as salt in the world, changing what we touch in our words and deeds, preserving others, calling all people to change and turn and follow Jesus. But we are not to conform to the standards of this world, then we wouldn't be any different and we wouldn't be the salt that Jesus asks us to be. But the joy is to follow Jesus even when it's going to get us into trouble and problems. That is what Jesus is calling you and me to do. To live out who we are in him. That's why he's saying you are salt. You are light. Live it out.
So next we're going to talk about light. Are you afraid of the dark? I was like, I'm an adult. I'm not afraid of the dark. Okay. Really? Also, it's all dark, and you have to go into the basement. If yes, why are you afraid of the dark? It's because it's unknown, and we cannot see what's hidden in the dark. Let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, I have some kids that sometimes have their light on at night. So we can see what's around us. And we're not scared of what we can't see. Jesus calls us to be lights in the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. A light removes darkness. It lights up a path and it exposes what was in the dark. It wasn't a monster. It was just a teddy bear. Or it was just a branch. Lights, lights gives light for others to see. If we turn on a light in a room, our eyes will be attracted to the light. Without light, we are all blind. When you see in the Bible how light and darkness is used, it's often about good and evil as well. You see, the Old Testament is showing a lot how, how John uses it. So we are to be good in this world. So Jesus addresses this, that we need to shine as lights. How does that make you feel? So it's the same questions again. Do you get excited or afraid or embarrassed? But Jesus just said, you cannot hide this. You are a light. You are sitting on a hill. It cannot be hidden if I am in you. You cannot hide it. You have to shine. You are salt. You are light if you are in Christ Jesus. He's just saying what you are and asking you to step into it. So are you excited or more afraid or embarrassed and if you are afraid or embarrassed that you are light and you are different than many other people we have to ask why if Jesus is the most important in your life and it's who you really want to live your life for then why the embarrassment why the nervousness He calls you to live out your life and to shine so others can see because they're in darkness. They cannot see. They have to have somebody shine the light because they're in darkness and they're stumbling. They're seeing monsters everywhere that might not even be there. And if they can see it anyway, then why are you hiding? If they can see and know that you're already different, then why don't you, we live it out? Or let's live it out. Following Jesus is the life to be lived, not just with the knowledge that we have, 
or knowledge we agree with. Other people is not going to be affected by our knowledge and beliefs. It has to be lived out. And it contrasts the next part. When Jesus goes into a long description that he is not going that he's not going to abolish the law, but Jesus has come to fulfill the law. And he's not asking people to be antinomianism, that means uh, not law people. But he has, he's as saying, I'll fulfill this law, but you don't change this law. And he actually says, the one who changes these things are going to be the lowest in the kingdom of God. But those who teaches this and does it will be, be, be the better, be, be the uh, greater in the kingdom of God. And then he comes and he presses and he says, but your righteousness has to be way different than the ones of the Pharisees uh, because you will never enter the kingdom of God if your righteousness is like theirs. When Jesus calls us to be salt and light, he calls us not just to have head knowledge of who he is, but actually live out what we believe. Because here he says, it's, it's also kind of like James, like you have to have works, not to be saved. But if you are saved, you will have works. So Jesus is saying, your righteousness has to come from who I am. And when it comes from that, it must come out of your life, out of you. Who, uh, it must be lived out. You have to be salt. You have to be life. Because if you are in me, that's what I produce in you. I'll produce that you're salt. I'll produce that you're light. So we can have all the best knowledge in the world, but it needs to be lived out. Because we don't change other people's lives or Jesus doesn't change it through us if we don't live out what Jesus has done in us. That's why we're asking. That's why we're praying. Jesus, make us more like you so we will live it out. Not just so I can feel good about myself. No, no, so I will be bold, courageous, and strong and live it out. And it's not about trusting our righteous deeds because that's what Jesus complains about the Pharisees. They did all these deeds, out, outward things, and then later he calls them on like dead men's graves inside. So it's not about rituals and different things and obeying superficially lots of rules. No, it's having Jesus' life change us so much that it's so visible to everyone that we are a city set on a hill that we cannot hide that we are different. And that we are to be light and salt to the people around us. Light exposes everything. Everything. Jesus says, like, what I teach in the dock, you will be yelling from the rooftops. 
Jesus, the light of the world. Now he says we're the light of the world. They expose everything. Everyone is laid bare in front of Jesus. And Timothy was like, when the word of God lays us bare, there's everything will be exposed. There's no secrets. Jesus exposes all things. And salt changes the everything it touches. It can melt snow, ice. If people see Jesus and give God glory, it is work the Holy Spirit. But let us live our lives so they can see Jesus in us. Because if we grasp that we are salt and life, it changes everything about our life and how we live. And then this is the, this, now this, why should I do this? Because this is what true life is. This is what Jesus is calls us into, the only true life, the life that's abundant, the life where we don't hide in the shadows and we don't just be nice to people, but we are called to be salt and light that exposes that are different, that we're aliens in this world. Because there's a different king in our lives. And we need to show who he is to people. And that we do by being salt and light so people can see it. It's an invitation into maybe not an easy life, but a life where he's there. He's with us. We don't have the strength. We don't have the capacity. We will be scared. We will be all sorts of things. But he's there because he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And he has all power, all power on heaven and on earth. And he will give us wisdom when we are there. When we're asked to be salt and light in our workplace, in our schools, everywhere, he will give us the courage and the strength to do it. And we don't. We ask him to do it next time. I invite you into this life. It's a life where you're never bored. It's a life into this is the war of our time. I know there's war in other places, but this is the life to be lived. Why are you laughing? But this is, that's why I'm excited. This is what we are invited into. We're not to be like everybody else because Jesus said you are different. And this is true life. I know it is strange. And I know when I hear these words, like, I mean, I don't know. No, we got to hold on to this. This is true life, the abundant life. The only life Jesus really has for us. It's not that we're afraid. It's not that we're sad. It's not that we're like, I don't just want to be... Friends with everybody. I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't want them to have to like me. I'm not asking we be jerks for a jerk's sake. But we will live out the kingdom where we come from. Because everybody else does that, and that leads to hell. We're supposed to see, we're supposed to show people what it is and who Jesus is. And that is abundant life for, for us to live that out because he says we will be blessed even when we're persecuted. You've heard, these, you've heard these stories before. I'm going to say them fast. Twice I've just has happened to me where people call me weird, strange. And it's been the best days of my life because it was exactly what I wanted people to see. I didn't want, I would have rather that they turned to Jesus, but they didn't. But they ridiculed me for my faith. But they knew what my faith was. And I felt great that they could see who Jesus, well, maybe they didn't see who Jesus was, but they felt weird about me being a follower of Jesus. And I said that, and it's like, you're, one place is like, you're crazy, and I was driving home at four in the morning. Yes, Jesus, I got to testify about who you are. Another time running in the woods, sharing about 
Jesus, and I'm like, I think you're crazy. I was like, it's okay. But I got to share who I am. And if they would listen, they would see who the king is. It doesn't always go that way. Because one time, Kylene had a great idea. One of the ideas was like, yes, let's do it. Our small group did the same. This is the first time I've heard this verse be true. The first time I've heard this. In the same way, let your light shine before us so that they may see your good works and give glory to God the Father in heaven. Jesus, uh, not Jesus, Kylene had this idea to help out a single mom around Christmas. The text message we got on Christmas, she glorified God because of what we did for her. This is possible. I never thought it was possible. It is possible. If we live out supernatural lives like this, people that don't even know Jesus will glorify God. Sometimes it happens, as fa- uh, on, not on Facebook, but sometimes it happens at food bank. People say strange things about me that's not true about me. Oh, you are full of the, you look like you have a great, like you're full of uh, the presence of the Lord. I'm like, not really, no. But, but you see it. So what I'm saying is that sometimes what we don't even see, when we're willing to step out, people will see God in us. They will see Jesus in us. So I'm just saying one more time, i wrap it up. If we grasp who we are, that we are salt and light, and Jesus asked us to step into this life, it will change everything about us. And you're like, if you're like me, I don't like change. It will be changed for the better. You will have a purpose. You will know that he is with you, and you will see what he will do in your life. I'm just, I'm just going to call you into that. And we all do that differently because we're all different. I want to call you in to be that. Then I have my old same thing about, I mean, you're here, out there, in here, you don't know Jesus. That's the first thing. Know that he's calling you. Know that you need to be poor in spirit and see, like, I need God's spirit instead of mine. Sorry for your sin. Come, come to him. and He will come and take residence in you. And the rest of us, I've said it enough times, Believe that you are salt and light. Believe that Jesus will help you every day to live that out. And you guys will be an amazing, fantastic army in this world for the kingdom of our Lord Jesus. May he be praised and give all, given all the honor. We say that in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, praise you. You're an amazing God and you choose whoever wants to come to you. You, you choose those strangers team you say that we're stuff that we don't even know we are you say that we assault you say that we can change things and we can show who you are you say that we are light when we don't even feel like we're light what I ask for all of us who are who would be nervous or afraid will you meet us right where we are will you convince us that we are salt and light and will you help us live it out day by day Help us when we fail to get up. Help us to know that you're with us even when we fall. Help us to teach us that we are salt and light. Help us to live it out. Help our faith never just to be stuck in our brain. Help us that it comes out in the lives that we live.
Help us to know that you are near. Help us to know that our righteousness has not come from the deeds, but they come from all that you've done and what you've done in our lives. Help us to be bold and courageous and know that you are near to live out this life for you. We ask that, and it can only be done through your spirit. Help us to be aware. We give you praise and honor and glory for this time that we've been together. Pray that the kids have had a great time in the kids' church as well. Bless them and encourage them. Bring uh, Susan back home safely on the plane. Help us this week to just be be the salt and light you call us to be. Give us wisdom on how to do that and be help us to be joyful in this. And we thank you for the soup and different food we were going to partake of. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.